Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today, an update in the ongoing story of Saratoga Biochar Solutions, the company has announced its first virtual public hearing. I'm Gary Scott, and today is Friday, December 9th, 2022. Other stories in our morning brief today, BOCES receives a boost for one of its adult education programs, the Warren County ARPA Advisory Committee suggests more funding for Glens Falls Hospital's mental health services, and a grant brings new plants to Hudson Crossing Park. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community. And what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the Greater Glens Falls area. For example, allow me to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Sarone Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning in Queensbury. Offering residential and commercial plumbing, heating, and cooling installation, repair, and maintenance services to our community for over 25 years. Their professionally trained plumbers and HVAC technicians are capable of completing any job start to finish with a promise to deliver unmatched customer service in the process. And if you own a business in the area as well, you could advertise with us on our website or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com. And thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. WSWHE BOCES received a financial boost for one of its programs this week. According to News 10, a significant grant is expected to help the school's machine tool program stay up to date with equipment and welcome more students to get equipped for the trades. BOCES received a grant from the Jean Haas Foundation to assist with tuition program needs at the Employment Training for Adults Machine Tool Technology Program. This program equips adult learners to use machinery and tools in a variety of work environments. Allendale Machinery sales engineer Dave Sharp said, quote, If you look around, you won't see a product that didn't have a machine tool involved in its creation. For example, your toaster, refrigerator, or furnace all had machine tools making components or tooling. Medical products, like the MRIs used in diagnosis, are made locally. The list seems endless. Sharp presented the check to program instructor Jason Veely and administrator for adult programs Michelle Stockwell. The Gene Haas Foundation is run by Haas Automation, which creates a main product used by Allendale Machinery Systems. News 10 also reports BOCES Machine Tool Technology Program consists of 500 hours of training for adults looking to enter machine tool trade jobs. The course includes basic skills, mathematics, lectures, and shop experience, and is held at the Southern Adirondack Education Center in Hudson Falls. This year's program just started on November 28th and will run through June 21st of next year. The Warren County ARPA Advisory Committee has recommended giving $750,000 in funding for Glens Falls Hospital to expand its mental health service offerings. The Post-Star reports the hospital had filed an application requesting funding from the county's allotment from the Federal American Rescue Plan Act to improve its mental and behavioral health services, particularly for youths and adolescents at the hospital. The county's Community Services Board, which received $1 million in ARPA funding and fielded its own request, has already recommended $444,000 for the hospital. Queensbury at-large supervisor Rachel Sieber said she was in favor of giving the hospital officials all they asked for due to the, quote, serious mental health problem in the county. However, Glens Falls 3rd Ward Supervisor Claudia Bramer, chairwoman of the committee, said the hospital's total request was for $2.5 million, 
and that this request was too large of an ask for the committee to fulfill with the remaining funding. Glens Falls Hospital spokesman and ARPA committee member Ray Agnew recused himself from the vote on the hospital application, but remained at the meeting to answer questions regarding the planned programming. He said, quote, We're seeing about 30% of the visits to our emergency room that involve behavioral health are with adolescents. The difference is in 2019, that was 30% of 150 to 200 patients a month. Now it's 30% of 450 to 700 patients a month. Agnew explained that because of the lack of a youth department in the behavioral health unit, young people have been held in the crisis unit, which he described as a, quote, windowless room in the emergency department to isolate them from other adults suffering mental health emergencies. He then said, quote, We provide tutoring if they are school-aged and have been there for more than 120 days at a time. It's unthinkable in a lot of ways. He also explained that most of these visits are paid by Medicaid, which only gives the hospital a one-time emergency services payment. Agnew said the hospital is not only depending on government funding, but that it also raised a total of $1.4 million in cash donations and pledges through community fundraising efforts. Queensbury at-large supervisor Mike Wilde, who is also on the committee, asked if any more fundraising could be done to lower the amount requested. But ultimately, the committee voted unanimously with Agnew's abstention to recommend $750,000 to the full board of supervisors on December 16th. Agnew added that as soon as the $2.5 million needed to upgrade the facility was raised, the project would start. The Postar also reports Lisa Oxendorf, Warren County's Director of Workforce Development, also spoke at the committee meeting about the importance of mental health. She began by explaining the employment challenges that come along with lack of mental health services for residents of the county. She said, quote, Our current and future workforce in the community is being impacted by mental health challenges. Mental health definitely continues to be a barrier to employment, not only in our community, but in our nation, and people battling these challenges are doing it with fewer resources these days. She then added that in previous conversations with the committee, she has emphasized the importance of, quote, investing in youth now or paying for it later in social services or criminal justice. She also said with Warren County considered an aging community, adolescents are the future employees. Now before we get into our next story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. Saratoga Biochar Solutions has scheduled its first virtual public information hearing for Monday, December 19th. The hearing regards the company's plans to build a multi-million dollar carbon fertilizer plant in Moreau Industrial Park on Farnan Road. The meeting will be held via Microsoft Teams from 6pm to 8pm. During the hearing, Saratoga Biochar will present a 15-minute overview of the project, which will be followed by public comments and questions. Saratoga Biochar CEO Ray AP said that the Department of Environmental Conservation approved the company's public participation plan. According to our own Kate Haggerty, Saratoga Biochar Solutions has been established to build, own, and operate a fertilizer manufacturing plant in Moreau, New York. This facility is designed to process up to 15% of the biosolids generated in New York and use them to produce a revolutionary biofertilizer. Although there are environmental benefits to the fertilizer this company is producing, there has been no shortage of red tape, controversy, and pushback from the community. In 1994, 243 acres of land were acquired by the town of Moreau and zoned for heavy industrial use, and this area was designated the Moreau Industrial Park. This area was divided into 26 shovel-ready lots 
1997, the first occupant, adhesive manufacturer Hexon, moved into the industrial park, but since then, there have been no other tenants. Recently, Northeastern Biochar acquired two lots in the park hoping to construct Saratoga Biochar, a 74,300 square foot site that would take in biosolids that have already gone through the wastewater system and then convert them into fertilizer. The plant would be built in three phases, combine two lots in the industrial park, and employ 20 people when it is fully operational. However, local advocacy group Not Moreau has condemned the addition of a fertilizer plant in Moreau, with community members citing concerns about the access roads that would be built, the increase in truck traffic in the neighborhood, public safety, and potential pollution. Gina LeClaire, a former Moreau town board member, operates the Not Moreau Facebook page. She reportedly said, quote, The road I live on doesn't even have yellow lines. It doesn't have a shoulder. Other roads they're looking at are residential-type roads. They have lines, but they're not heavy traffic roads. To bring that type of traffic by all of these homes on these roads does not seem like a wise or a safe idea. The traffic infrastructure is a concern that residents have been vocal about, as the biochar facility is expected to see as many as 20 trucks per day between the hours of 6am and 6pm. Biochar is focused on the environmental impact of the product they are producing. Their goal is to remediate a waste problem while simultaneously creating a clean and safe fertilizer product. Saratoga Biochar's process is said to uniquely destroy PFAs, VOCs, pathogens, microplastics, and numerous other trace contaminants. These forever chemicals, microplastics, and contaminants are removed from the solids and then thermally oxidized in gaseous form to full remediation. According to their website, the Saratoga Biochar process and air treatment systems reduce nitrous oxides, sulfur dioxide, ammonia, particles, and odor, the biochar processes are expected to help avoid potentially harmful compounds from being released into the Moreau air, water, and soil. Biosolids are solid organic matter recovered from the sewage treatment process and can be used as fertilizer. Since the 1920s, the farming community has used raw sewage sludge from local wastewater plants. Scientific research over the years has confirmed that the biosolids within contain similar nutrients to those in animal manure. Biosolids often end up in landfills, but landfilling proliferates pathogens and odors, the landfill system of disposal emits methane, spreads PFAs and other contaminants into the air and water, and also wastes valuable resources like carbon and other nutrients. PFAS stands for per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances. They contain a strong carbon-fluorine bond, which allows them to accumulate over time in the environment and in the bodies of animals and people, which can pose health risks. PFAS chemicals might also be thought of as everywhere chemicals since they've become so common in the products we use every day. The goal of Saratoga Biochar is to create a cycle of fewer PFAs and other harmful contaminants that end up on lawns and in farms, water, and the food supply. Northeastern Biochar's ultimate goal is to end the chain of microplastics, PFAs, and other particles showing up in backyards, water sources, and the human body. But with any environmental solution, there can always be problems as a result, a system that reduces forever chemicals in water, land, and the food chain is an important technology that can help the environment. However, this environmental advancement supposedly comes with increased traffic, noise, and possibly pollution in the community of Moreau. As of the end of October of this year, the Clean Air Action Network of Glens Falls filed a lawsuit. This Article 78 petition is against the Town of Moreau Planning Board and Saratoga Biochar Solutions, alleging that the Planning Board did not follow the State Environmental Quality Review Act before allowing the project to move forward. Now, this has been a major story for the last few months, so we will continue to keep you updated on the situation as it progresses.
And finally, Hudson Crossing Park in Scarlerville is set to receive a grant that will add some new color and life into its gardens, as well as the tools to keep them growing. News 10 reports the park is a recipient of funds from the Adirondack Trust Company Community Fund. The park has received a 2022 Lend-A-Hand grant for $2,476. That money will go to the purchase of perennial plants native to the park and surrounding area. Those plants will be put in place and carefully maintained by volunteer gardeners and Hudson Crossing Park. Supplies and tools will also be purchased to keep the plants happy and healthy. Hudson Crossing Park Executive Director Kate Morse said, quote, Being able to expand Hudson Crossing Park's pollinator gardens and share the importance of native plants through new education materials will not only have a positive impact on those who visit HCP, but provide visitors of all ages with the information and knowledge to continue these gardening practices at home, benefiting the ecological health of entire communities. The funding will also help the educational side of what happens at Hudson Crossing, the park will purchase educational supplies, including signs and printed materials, and create website content in order to accompany guided nature talks and children's programs. The park operates as a nonprofit running annual children's educational programming. And that is all I have got for the morning brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today. As always, thank you for listening. We designed the morning brief to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the greater Glens Falls area. So if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back on Monday with more local news you need to know. Have a great weekend. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.